Hey friends, did you know that the Azure Web Pub Sub service makes it easier for you to deliver serverless real-time applications? Now you can publish and subscribe messages using simple WebSocket connections to build apps such as in-game chat, live dashboards, and real-time broadcasting. David Fowler and Lianning Wei are here to show me how it works today on Azure Friday. Hey friends, I'm Scott Hanson and it's Azure Friday. I'm here with David Fowler and Lian Ying Wei. And we're gonna to learn today about the Azure Web PubSub service. PubSub, David Fowler, what is PubSub? PubSub is Publish Subscribe. At least that's what it's short for. Um, if you've ever used Azure Signaler or WebSockets or any kind of kind of bus before to send things between publisher and subscriber, that's the, the, the general notion. Um, the Azure Web PubSub service is, is about um, trying to connect WebSockets and your application on, on the server side and handling the scale for you. you know, um, So it, it's very much like Azure Signaler if you've seen it, but instead of using a Signaler-based client, you can use any language um, on server and client and you can use um, web WebSockets as, as well. Okay, so when I'm making a web application today, I use HTTP over port 80 and I say get or post, it opens up a socket and it talks to something and then something comes back and then that's the end of it. And then yep. I just have this kind of chat. WebSockets are long running, right? They stay open. They open and they stay open for a while. Is that correct? That's right. And the the, the kinds of apps that, that that are being built are like chat applications, um, in-game in in-game, um, games, um, other things like that. The the, okay. the intent being that you can push from server to client. So you have this long running channel that's, that's open between server and client and the server can push data to the client. Um, okay, so let me think if I understand correctly. If I were gonna make a chat application and I'm Scott Hanselman and I don't know anything yep. about WebSockets, I'll use HTTP. My browser can pull and say, hey, give me more chats, give me more yep. chats. And I just kind of keep asking and that's not really gonna scale. And the server can't say- Can't push to you either. Here yep. are some chats, right? It can't interrupt me. I just have to keep asking. And then right. that's when we had pages that would like auto refresh themselves. And that doesn't really- Back in the day. Okay. Yeah. So, so instead you open a connection from, from client to server that's long running mm -hmm. and you pump data over that channel in both directions, either okay. client to server or server to client. Show me a slide that uh, explains what this looks like. All right. So typically if you build an, an application that wants to use WebSockets, you would have your clients, your browsers, your, your phones, your whatever, and you have your app server running somewhere in Azure um, in the cloud. You'd open a connection from client to server that's long running, right? The hard thing here is you have to manage the scale. Typically in a web application, the, app, the, the requests are stateless and you make a ton of requests back and forth. With WebSockets, you have these long running connections that make the application sticky to your app, to your, um, app server. And it gets tricky to scale this as you're handling long-running requests and, and the short-lived requests to the same app server. So what if there was this magical service that appeared in the middle? There's my awesome animation. <laughs> yeah, there we go. This took me like, like an hour. Um, <laughs> and now my clients can talk to this service and I can do HTTP in between the Azure Web Pub Sub service and my app server. So my app server remains stateless. It remains HTTP only but all the hard WebSocket lo logic is handled by the service for me. Interesting, all the hard stuff is handled for you. And that's the whole point of the cloud, right? If that's something the whole point. is difficult and complicated, I don't wanna do it because I'm just making a chat app. I'm just making a game. Why, yep. why do I have to learn about the ins and outs of the details of how this works? The low that's level. right. Okay, that's right. but there was a thing called SignalR, Signal in the letter R. Signal R. 
is this SignalR or My what baby. is the relationship between Azure SignalR service and Azure Web PubSub service? They're very similar. Um, they're built on the same kind of core fundamental platform. And the main differences are that this is purely serverless. So the, the connection between the web pub sub server and the app server is HTTP. In Signal, that, that's actually a long running um, socket. And from client to server, you have to use a Signal client. The Signal client is a high, higher level protocol that does RPC kind of on top of any transport, web sockets, long polling, service and events. So it tries to kind of abstract the transport from you to kind of hide that from you on, on the server side. The Azure Web PubSub service doesn't try to hide the, the, the protocol. It gives you WebSockets um, from client to server all the way through. Okay. So if you have to, if, if you're on any any platform that supports WebSockets, you're 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 golden. Okay. So if I'm a web developer, I usually just think about HTTP. I never think yep. about TCP. If I'm using right. Azure, if I'm using SignalR, I would use the SignalR client, and it hides what it what the the the, the ultimate underlying thing. It might be polling. It might be you know it might be whatever. Azure Web right. PubSub comes down to that low level and says, here's the playground. It's all just WebSockets. It's a standard, and you can use any client, any language. That's right. And and the reach is 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 really far. There is a, a, web, a WebSocket library for every language, every platform you can think of. Signal doesn't have as many clients. Um, it could have been, but but today we only have support for you know Java, JavaScript, and C sharp in the box. Um, but but for WebSockets, there is a client for every platform you can think of. Interesting. Okay. Well, I like that it's open, and I like that I can do anything with it. Uh, do we have a demo that we can see? I know that Yan Lane is working very hard, and I can see her focusing on making the demo as awesome as it can be. Oh yeah. Okay. Let's switch. Show us your awesome demos. All right. What do you have here? Yeah, let's start with a super simple demo, a chat, a super simple chat. So every single demo, just so you know, for SignalR or WebPubSub or WebSockets, it always starts with chat. You always do chat. You can see that it's a, it claims Liang joined, and it, it claims Scott joined, and I'm typing, hey. Scott typing, morning. And you can see that both clients receive this message. So when you hit enter right there, it's instant. It's not like, like I'm thinking HTTP, you post and then you wait and then something get, does a get. What's happening here? You, you sent that via HTTP or via WebSockets? Yeah, it's using WebSockets. Let's see how this, this, this simple Let's see this code, this super simple web page that makes things happen. Okay. So there are two steps. The first step is to get the URL it needs to connect. Actually, this URL contains a token uh, needed to connect to our service and as well as the URL of our service. And then it uses this raw WebSocket API directly. You'll see there's no SDK user here. It, it is just a simple WebSocket connection to the service. And they, then when you click this enter, you just send this message through this WebSocket connection. 
Okay, and then new WebSocket on line 13 there. A WebSocket is a, is a primitive in, in JavaScript. It's available to you. You didn't, you didn't have to bring a library in to use that. Yeah, correct. It's native supported in the browser. Okay, and the web server that served this here, you're using localhost. That could be an Azure app service or whatever. And then the, that, that would be the thing responsible for HTTP. But Azure Web Pub Sub is responsible for WebSockets. Yeah, good question. So our service is responsible for translate this WebSocket messages to the <coughs> the app server using HTTP request for every message comes in. Wow, and this is all the code you had to write, and this is like really low level code, but it's still not very much code. Yeah. So so you can see that from this app server-side code, we have uh, an SDK for the, for, for the Node.js to handle this, to, to help generate this authentication token for the client to use. Mm -hmm. And then we, we have a middleware to, for the application to handle the incoming events. You can see that when the client connects, it has this unconnected callback for, for the app application to broadcast messages to all the connected clients. And for the message send, sending to the application, you can also handle this inside this handle user event callback. Okay, so then the client is taking care of keeping track of who's connected and whether the, if the message was meant for me or meant for someone else? How does the system know that it, that I'm the publisher? Like, what if there's one million people in the chat, and I get a direct message? Do I see all one million chats, or does the uh, does it keeping track of who I am and making sure that I only see the, the the specific message meant for me? Yeah, you can configure what what events you care about in your application. Mm -hmm. uh, it's through the service portal, so you can configure the events you care about. Mm -hmm. And right now you have two users, you have two browsers. If you have 1 million become very mm -hmm. popular, very famous, maybe you're doing Halo or some big video game, how do I scale this? The, the web app service helps you to handle this Mo massive concurrent connections. Your application does not have to worry about that. You'll just focus on the application logic. That's so cool. You slide to the right. And you pay more money, and then you get more scale. That's how the cloud works. So there's just a slider bar in the you just slide. Portal. Yeah. So as much money as I have, this will scale <laughs> to as big as I want to be. I think I think the I think the current limit is a hundred thousand concurrent connections, right? Um, there is talk of of bumping up further. Okay, but a hundred thousand per instance or per, per instance, right? Per instance. So typically, so if, if I you want okay. hyperscale, you you can kind of add more instances, and then kind of shard that way. Okay, so sharding would be like. You know, I could go based on like an instance, like the way that big right. giant video games have, like I'm yep. in the Americas instance or in the Asia instance. That's correct. So this can yep. scale as big as I could possibly imagine. Yep. And does, does SignalR build on top of these things? So like this is the underlying service that the other services use? Uh, they share the same technology, but uh, they are not dependent on each other. Okay. How do I decide? which one that I need if I'm making an application today? How do I know that I want the Azure Web Pub Sub service and not the SignalR one? I can ask that. If you're using .NET, just use SignalR because it has all the things built in for SignalR. 
Okay. Um, if you, if you want low level control, and if you're not using .NET, then you want to use Azure Web PubSub. Okay. Is that a fair statement there? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. So if I'm using .NET, then I'm going to have a better experience uh, with the SignalR one. But any other language, anything that like like we're seeing here, Node and Express, because we have that line, line 24, we've got the SDK available that makes it uh, able to be used. And it doesn't have to be just web applications, right? It can be mobile apps or any kind of application, yes? Yeah, the client That's can right. be any, any platform supporting WebSocket. Mm -hmm. And is this in preview or is this something I can use today? It's in public preview for now. Mm -hmm. So I can use this today. It's in public preview. It'll be released sometime soon. And are there samples and things online where I can learn more? Sure, we have a website that contains many uh, live demos and also demo samples that you can try for your own. Okay. We have live demos that you can try, whiteboard, for example. Oh, wow. Oh, can I go in there too? Yeah. It's funny, these demos are always always risky to show like on stage at a talk yeah. because you don't know what, what someone's gonna type. <laughs> um, okay, hang on, I'm gonna go there right now. So here's a super cool whiteboard demo. That's so cool. And so all the source code is there. Yeah, there there are a couple of a couple of cool things about how the end-to-end -end works. Um, Liang Yang, if 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 you pull up the the the, the server JS app again, so Scott, there's there's a client front end in JavaScript. There's a back end in Node.js. If you look in the corner, there, there's this ngrok thing running. Mm -hmm. Um, so to make this work locally, you need to basically tell Azure Web PubSub what the back end is that that you're going to right. So how does it know to send requests to your local host? Well, we right. use we, we use Ngrok here to kind of expose my local dev machine as a proxy, and we configured the Azure portal to say, whenever you see a message coming in for the chat application that I have configured, send an HTTP request to my application. Okay, right. let me see if I can let me see if I can say this back to you both, and you tell me if I get it right. Because Azure Web PubSub is in the cloud, it can't send a message back to localhost and inform you of things. So it has to right. send something to a publicly available endpoint and ngrok is exposing one of your local ports as a publicly accessible endpoint because you chose to open it temporarily that's right so you've and hooked in a temporary exactly. basically a, a reverse proxy back to yourself yep punching a hole right punching a hole yes yeah but and only while ngrok is running locally correct and this log shows for for that url it kind of shows every request going through it and and the format so we use Cloud Events, which is a new standard that was came, I think, two years ago or, or, or a year and a half ago, pre-pandemic, um, that describes a, a webhook in a standard way. So we we describe the webhook being sent by the address the Azure Web PubSub service to your application, and the SDK unpacks that payload and then calls your application. Mm -hmm. Right. And Cloud Events, people can learn about that at cloudevents.io. It's basically a formal way, a, a standard way for event publishers to describe events. Right. When in the past that had never been decided upon. Yep. Um, and you can send text, JSON, binary. So you can send large files. You can send like content, um, a bunch of things. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, so there we go. I see that she's just started up on load on on localhost eighty eighty. Yep. And then yeah. ngrok is forwarding from forty forty. Oh, that's the oh, that's the web interface. Yep. Yeah, you can also send instead of latex, you can also send the JSON object that's containing much more metadata. Okay, so you can send any MIME type that you want. Could I even send a picture? You can send a picture through binaries. Mm -hmm. We support three types, plain text, application JSON, and also the binaries. Okay, wow. So then the, the whiteboard example that you showed there, we could decide what that payload is. That's really at the application level to decide the payload. And you could be sending XY as a JSON payload or whatever, it's up to you. Like when we did this here, how did we send that information? The, the, the thing we draw, this is binary, and mm -hmm. the thing we type, this is text. Because for WhatsApp, it financial supports both binary and text. That's really so, cool. Um, we also support other clients. So I think w one of the main, main points of this service was to. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to see if it was possible. That was pretty cool. Go back, go back. <laughs> did that? Where, where did it go? Where did it go? Do you have it open still? <laughs> did you close it? That was me. <laughs> You scared everyone. <laughs> no, that was me. That's me. Cool. All right. So what so, do we so, see here? Uh, this, this is Lafisa of, of the demo. That's pretty cool. Okay. So so with the SDK, it supports multiple languages. So here, actually, this is uh, a feature that we can use inside directly inside the Azure CLI. Under the hood, it is using the Python SDK to call the REST API exposed by our service. You can see that we can use Azure CLI to broadcast messages to the hub. Like we send a payload like hello. And let's see that this oh, wow. page received this hello. Yeah. That's really good for testing. Yeah. I had that idea. It was even there. I was like, this is a feature we added. This is super cool. That is good. So the, so the Azure CLI has like a built-in way to send messages to a, any Azure Web Pub subservice, assuming yeah. you have permissions to it, I guess. But that's what's so cool about this. Then you can do it for testing. You can have yep. an Azure function that can spin up and send something out and notify people that the system is going down for maintenance or whatever. You have full control. Exactly. Notifications are, are pretty common scenario with this Azure Web Pub sub stuff. All right. Yep. This is great. So I can go and learn up. I can go and sign up for Azure Web PubSub now in preview, and I can learn all about this today. And uh, it'll GA soon. And where can people leave like issues and questions? Uh, is there a GitHub repository? There's a page. Um, file issues here. Leave comments. Leave suggestions. Send pull requests. I guess <laughs> if you want to. So this is so out. yeah. All these samples can be are open source. People can go and read the docs, and they can contribute to the docs as well, and learn yep. all about this stuff. SDK tutorials are here for other languages, you know, Python, JavaScript, C Sharp, Java. All right. Fantastic. Thank you both for your time today. Thanks, Scott. All right. I am learning all about how to build WebSocket-based real-time web apps with Azure Web PubSub today on Azure Friday. Hey, thanks for watching this episode of Azure Friday. Now I need you to like it, comment on it, tell your friends, retweet it, watch more Azure Friday.